Welcome to Gross Anatomy. We're live, Lauren? Yes. What, where are we live? At Gross Anatomy Podcast Studios. Studio. Gross <laughs> Anatomy <laughs> Podcast Studios in Beverly, in Beverly Hills. Hills. Yes. Welcome to gro- a, a very special episode. Very special. Very special episode yes. of Gross Anatomy Podcast. That's right. This, why is it special? Because it's our one year anniversary show. It's been one year since we've been co-hosting the show together. I can't believe Woo! Give me one. I can't believe we've been doing this for a year. <laughs> Happy anniversary. <laughs> one year. Oh, and I didn't get your present. So welcome to Gross Anatomy Podcast. Welcome to our one year anniversary. I'm Dr. Jason Cohen and I'm joined by... Lauren Taylor. And here we... Uh, discuss the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine and how it relates to movies, TV, pop culture, the world around us. And we have a lot of fun and hopefully entertain and do a drop of education mm-hmm. or at least or at least inspire you guys to want to learn and know more. Yep, that's the goal. Yeah. And in this special anniversary episode, we just I thought it'd be fun to take a trip down memory lane and discuss some of the highs, lows, some of our favorite episodes. If you're new to the show... We're going to let you in on some of the favorites that you can stream after this. Yeah, so welcome. welcome. I love a walk down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go, I guess we can go to the very beginning. Can you, you had the idea for the podcast originally. Like Gross Nanny was your title and I know what that came from. But can you tell you everyone did. where you got the title and where they idea Yeah, so didn't it first start with my idea for a coffee table it book? It did. Yeah. Which I still want to do. So if anybody steals it, you owe me because I've now announced it. So you'll have to give me royalties. So I actually think it'd be super cool. You know, people like coffee table books. People like pictures. And people love train wrecks and car accidents. And they love to stop and look at that stuff. So I think it would be cool with a a book of weird and wacky and disgusting and cool looking crazy things that we see in medicine blown up like a coffee table book with little descriptions about what's going on. It's still something I'd really like a, to do. a talking point. Yeah. And and I just think, that, so, so that's kind of where gross anatomy came from. Mm-hmm. But then the other place that it came from is that um, I'll watch TV, I'll watch movies, or, or just I'll hear stuff in the news, and, and I'll be like... They either wow, they're spot on, you know, and and they have any kind of medicine related to it. So, mm-hmm. so um, you know, a person's sick or a person, you know, they need a doctor, and so I've always watched it with, and because I'm a doctor, I watch it with a little bit of extra criticism. You know, I'll see how accurate are they, or or are they wearing their mask right, and this and that. And I've mm-hmm. always thought that. Um, so I've just been always critical and interested, and I thought it'd be a cool thing to talk about since I am such a big movie and TV and pop culture fan. I thought it'd be a fun thing to kind of have our own critique of that stuff and and an entree into that world. Mm -hmm. It's a fun way to discuss uh, two things that I'm interested in. It's been fun for me. I mean, I've learned a lot, like a lot of different topics I didn't think I'd even be interested in. Have you learned? Yeah, like um, the one we did on the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma. I didn't know anything about them. The episode we did on Male breast cancer. I didn't know anything about like that men should be have the BRCA gene test if right. they had a history. Just right. different things. Like I go down these rabbit holes with you, and I I feel like I learn a lot. Well, you know what that that makes me feel really good, Lauren. You know, I'm I'm getting all teary eyed and choked <laughs> up 
Um, because one of my concerns always is that we're just too entertaining mm-hmm. and not educational enough. I don't want to be preachy, and there are a million people who are smarter than me. But so right. I like raising. Well, this is just a conversation, and I don't mean it as I, I'm not the world expert on anything. I know a, a little bit of a lot of stuff, and and we really want it to be a launching point for people who are interested in hearing those things. And one of my concerns always is, am I not? Am I not doing enough homework? Am I not smart enough? Am I not doing enough research? Are people going to hate me? Uh, because we've had some haters, mm-hmm. and, and so it's a little interesting. So yeah. I'm happy that you told me that you're learning something. Yeah, I definitely do. And I think that's, I mean, I think that's kind of what we're like, just like a little article, a little highlight about what's going on in the world. And, you know, cool. obviously Thank you. people can look up more if they want to learn more. True that. And one thing, you know, just the other day, we're, we're, for one of my daughters, we're possibly looking at new schools, and one of their alumni came in to talk to, to, talk to all the pers- prospective parents okay. in the audience, and it turned out that that alumni was a former pre-med student of mine. Wow. And so she came up to me afterwards and told me that she li- loves listening to my podcast. <gasps> That's so exciting. And that was just last week. Yeah. I, actually, it was this past weekend. And that felt really, really good. That's great. No, yeah. I mean, we do have a lot of listeners. We don't hear from them as often as we'd like. Mm-hmm. All right. So I talked a little bit about what I learned. What about your favorite episode? Do you have any favorites? Like, I'll tell you about one of mine. Because I, I thought it would be fun to do a podcast as soon as I started talking to you about it. I was like, this could definitely be something. And one of our first episodes was on cryonics. Uh, and I had my husband go to... It was called Cryo Wave And... Uh, we have a video on our um, website, too, of him doing this two-minute cryogenic therapy, which is just, like, freezing temperatures. You get into this little thing that looks like a Mars rover, almost, and it's just, like, liquid nitrogen streaming out of it. But he did it all for the podcast, so I'd have a video, so I'd have that was great. proof. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. I think we should recruit him to do more silly things for us. Like, like, he should be, like, the recurring, know. you know, like, all he those would. talk shows have, like, <laughs> the funny recurring guys. Yeah, that's true. Like well, the Ellen Show has my friend Andy. I was just thinking about that. Right, who has to do all this silly stuff. And mm-hmm. and Dave Letterman had a few people that did silly stuff. So yeah. I think we should have your hubby as our silly go-to person. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel has his guy. I like that. Right. Everybody's got a guy. So maybe we're, you know, thinking about what we want to do moving forward. Yeah. We'll have my husband be more of a there you go with videos. He, whether he likes it or not, <laughs> we're going to like ambush him and make him do it. I know. I should have watched his reaction or taped his reaction shots to Joker because we saw that together and we talked about it on the podcast. Right. Um, Did you have other favorites? Um, I do. I uh, I like a lot of them. I like the one that we did with your wife because I didn't know Bernice because I didn't know anything about like... The Master Injector. Yes. Yes. The Master Injector. Look her up on Instagram. I didn't know anything about that that world. Yeah. And I didn't know that, you know, like Botox could do a lot of like helpful things like yeah. I didn't it was not just for people like it's not just cosmetics it's it's helpful for like headaches and different things and I learned a lot like listening to her yeah that was fun it was fun having her there and mm-hmm. I, we should probably ask her back to do other stuff with us yeah and that's um our fourth episode so that was one of our first yeah. ones too and and along that line I liked the ones where we had guests like my wife and we had my doctor friend Dr. Peter Pressman talk about addiction yes. a little bit, yeah, we did. Uh, and the opioid crisis and mm-hmm. chronic pain. 
uh, someone who had experienced it firsthand, and I thought that was pretty interesting. Yes. It wasn't necessarily my favorite one, but I thought it was super interesting. And then, of course, my friend Mark Feuerstein, who's played oh, a TV so doctor. nice. He's a great guy, and I thought that was just a ton of fun, having him there. So I, I love the... Doctor on TV for eight seasons, I think he was a doctor on yeah. TV talking to you. He was an in actual Royal doctor. Pains. That was super fun. Yeah, he played Doctor Hank Lawson. Exactly. Which is streaming on is on Netflix if you want to stream. And there you go. But that, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think I, I think all those were, were really fun for me. Um I, I think having guests definitely has been enjoyable. But I think the ones where we talk about you know, our real favorite movies and TV shows and get really excited about it. Like, Yeah, with you and, like, your favorite... Big Mouth has to be your favorite of the year. It's my favorite, favorite of the year. And I think source it's... Source of entertainment. And I think it's... While it's not necessarily medical, there's definitely mental wellness involved in that show and just adolescent growing up and, and things like that. And, and, and I thought that's been great. Mm-hmm. And it was fun kind of talking about, we both loved Game of Thrones, so it was fun when we talked about our I poisons and I was trying to think of my favorite Maesters. show of the year that we've talked about. Yeah. And I think it might have been the Game of Thrones. I think I don't think anything beats that for me. No. But I got to tell you, our, our best and worst episode. So I got creamed by critics on Apple mm-hmm. about our Chernobyl episode. It was a really great show. We both really enjoyed watching it. And we watched it as, I watched it as a spectator who happens to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of criticism because we just had fun talking about it. But, yeah, but that was, was a just, fun show for me. It ended up being like the way it was edited. It made it, I mean, yeah. Maybe. But I, but that was a fun show. Yeah. Our episode, I thought. I thought so, too. Because I thought Chernobyl was a great launching pad, and, and I think people kind of went in listening to it thinking they're going to learn a ton as opposed to, again, we're here to entertain. Right. So, but I thought that was a fun And I think people are podcast. getting that more, or I mean, obviously our continued listeners know us. We're dumbing them down. That's the goal. <laughs> and that, that was the joke with one of my mentors. No, but I mean, that's what most podcasts are. We're not like... We're not necessarily a TED Talk. We're just right. having a conversation. Right. And if you want a TED Talk, go. They're there. Get, yeah, you could go listen to a TED they Talk. They have their presentations ready. That's right. not what this is. Exactly. So moving forward, I was thinking the same thing. Like, I want to have more guests on, which we might have another celebrity guest. We may have a guest TBD. next week. We're, yeah, we're, we're, still, we're still trying to figure it out. Hopefully next week or the following week, we're going to get another friend of mine to come on and talk and that could be a lot of fun. I don't we don't necessarily know what topic we're going to talk about yet. We're mm-hmm. still trying to figure out but we'll see. Right. Yeah. But right. I also need to get more I think we need to you know since we're kind of in our infancy. Right. Part of me is wondering um can I ask other doctor friends are they going to be like shut up who's this guy asking me to come to a te- or are they going to be a podcast or are they going to be like totally on board. So I've been a little nervously reluctant but more and more docs who I'm friendly with know I'm doing it. So, mm-hmm. um, although when you see our setup, we're very like, you know, mom and pop. I know. We don't have a Gross Anatomy podcast studio. No, although maybe one day. We have a conference room. We do have a conference room and we have a mic yeah. and a computer. We have a hot mic. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, another one of my favorite shows is the one that we did on paralysis and disability advocates. Um, and it was... We talked about your friend, Alan Brown, and I thought he was amazing. And I didn't know about some of the advancements and things they're doing to cure paralysis. Um, like you were telling me about the robotic exoskeletons that they can they have now, basically, that make you stand up straight. Right. 
and right. like can walk so like that kind of stuff is fascinating yeah there's an i i think it's called an ibot i don't remember it's a certain kind mm-hmm. of wheelchair that actually balances just on two wheels and could stand the person totally upright so that they're at the height of a regular standing person mm-hmm. um and it could go up and down stairs it's really fantastic See, that's amazing maybe i can get some video of that actually he's being honored in new york my friend by the christopher reeves foundation next week oh that's fantastic and i'm wrestling with trying to go but it's it's in it's on a thursday evening i have surgery and i'm trying to think can i blow you know can i cancel my clinic take an early flight get there be there for the thing and then fly back and i think the reality is i'm I'm not going to be able to go and i feel so terrible because i really want to go and support him that's and a lot of my friends are going so i'm still kind of they're gonna send you videos i'm sure yeah but he's being honored next week at the christopher reeves foundation that's great so he's yeah a New Yorker. That's but he lives in Florida. I would love to have him on the show sometime. He lives in Florida. He lives in Florida. Yeah, okay. so we could travel down to Florida with our big budget and <laughs> our and fly down there. Our studio money. Exactly. Yes, but he is a fascinating person. He's an amazing guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and a hero. Yes. So listen to that podcast if you haven't. We talked about a lot of medical shows on this sh- podcast. We've talked about Grey's Anatomy, ER, House, and I was trying to think have. Has my favorite medical show changed since we started this? I don't think it has. I think ER still like the top, even though I didn't watch 15 seasons of it. Right. The, I feel like the first few seasons is like my the best medical show I've ever seen. And I think it's totally generational because that, that's so what too. you grew up with. Yeah. Whereas for me, it was St. Elsewhere. And mm-hmm. I think we talked about and yours it. Yours hasn't changed, even it though we watched some new shows. Although I got to tell you, I don't think we've talked about it. I really like Chicago Hope. Only because Mendy, it came out the same time as ER. Uh Chicago Hope and ER came out at the same time. Clearly, ER thrived. Chicago Hope bombed, although it had several good seasons. But I loved it because I'm a huge Mandy Patinkin fan. Okay. And he was the main guy. And Adam Arkin, who does a lot of directing, who's Alan Arkin's son. They are both great. It was a great cast. But Mandy Patinkin, you know, who played Saul in Homeland. And is from The Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's why I really like that show. Okay, Chicago Hope, maybe. I'll and he also sang in the operating room. One of the things he did was he would sing. His character would sing, and they would let him sing. And I like to sing, so I kind of identify with him a little bit. But they let him sing, whereas me, they sometimes <laughs> don't let sing. But you guys get to listen to music. We do get to listen to music. And but no singing. Although I do sing, and they don't let me sing at home, my wife and kids. But in the OR, most of the people allow me to sing. They tolerate me. Right. Yeah. Um, I did like the show. I watched House because of this podcast, which I liked. Huh. The Good Doctor. I only watched the first episode, watched but I still like. I don't know why I didn't watch more. It was good. Because there's just so much to watch. Yeah. yeah. And then the new Netflix documentary series diagnosis was pretty good. Did you watch more than one? I did watch more than one. Mm. But then I start to become a hypochondriac. Right, that's another thing. But it is a very good show. It was a good show. For is the other one still on? Remember, there were two that came out at the it same was time? Like chasing the Cure, I yeah. believe. I wonder if it's still out that's there. That's a good question. I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't either. It, mm. it looked, we watched the first it one was too. very strange. And while it was interesting, we both It was almost that like it was like a live election happening. I was like, what is it this? It did feel that <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. It's a very live social media show. It was a good idea. Yeah. We definitely like the gross and gross anatomy. So I was thinking of more gross moments, but I don't know if we should save that for another podcast. But 
uh, no, titty. tell me any of your. So really, we also won't try to put the gross and gross anatomy. We do. We definitely like the gross and gross anatomy. So. The bottom line is any abscess or any infection, an abscess is basically a pocket of pus. So a zit, to some degree, a pimple, is a tiny abscess. It's a teeny bit of pus. And different abscesses, different pockets of pus, based on whatever the bacteria is causing that abscess, it has different smells, oddly enough. Certain infections have a sweet smell, believe it or not. There's something called pseudomonas, which has a sweet-like odor, and it's not at all repulsive. Most people don't find that odor repulsive. And interestingly, it even has a color. You know, when the skin gets contaminated with pseudomonas, it's like a green, algae blue kind of color. And it has a sweet smell, and you don't mind it. But you know it's an infection, and it shouldn't be there. Interesting. Certain infections don't have much of any smell. Mm -hmm. But some mixed bacteria have the worst smell in the world, especially when it's... Uh, an infected sweat gland, mm-hmm. you know, the, sm- the smell of sebum, of the sweat substance mixed with multibacteria and gram-negative, it's called gram-negative bacteria, could be atrocious. Mm-hmm. So I remember back when, when I was still, I think, a medical student back in Brooklyn, and there was an attending who was a full-fledged doctor, an emergency room doctor, who was showing us how to drain an an abscess, an infection on someone's back. And this doctor was a really good guy, but was kind of like a peacock. You know, he was dressed up always, cologne, coiffed hair, and he always (laughs) just looked, you know, like a peacock, you know. And I remember he didn't have a gown on. For whatever reason, I thought he was going to just, he he thought it was going to be, oh, simple, drain it and whatever. But pus, abscesses, like when you pop a pimple, that's why people love the pimple popper thing. They do love that show. They love that. But sometimes it's under pressure, that pus, that pocket of collection. Mm -hmm. So we watched him drain that abscess. And sure enough, when he stuck the scalpel in to drain it, it... (laughs) I almost spit on you a little bit. (laughs) It went... Or it went... (laughs) Celebration of our anniversary. And sprayed all over him. This peacock quaffed, you know, wow. well manicured guy. And I had to, Ugh. it was so hard for me not to crack up <laughs> and be repulsed at the same time. Because right. it was disgusting, foul smelling, white gunk. But I was kind of so happy that it was all over this guy. <laughs> it made me gross. so happy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll never forget that well, one. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that gross anatomy story. Yeah, it was gross and yucky smelling too. Mm hmm. All right, so moving forward. Let's move forward. Even though we're going down memory lane. We want more guests. We want more guests. We agree. We want more feedback. Feedback. We definitely want feedback. Yep. And we're going to start a YouTube channel so you can... We're going to start a YouTube channel so that you could YouTube listen to us, but we're even going to think about maybe recording us so you'll be watching us sit here you can see the studio and it's right so we'll probably put the camera there to our right and we'll both sit here yeah and uh it's gonna be good it's gonna be exciting Mm -hmm. and we want to hear from you so let us know we really want to hear from you there are topics because you know we pull what we think is interesting but we want to hear what you want to hear so let us know on instagram or or if you know me tech no don't text me let us know on Instagram, mm-hmm. please. Yep. We'll answer you. 
Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Happy anniversary, Lauren. Thanks. And uh, <laughs> tune in next week to Gross Anatomy Podcast. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine.